Welcome and thank you for listening to my missionary podcast by your host, The Messenger. This is a brand new series that I'm starting with by going over movies that I watched and discuss them in a Christian perspective. Now, some of y'all have heard of me and most have not heard of me yet. Well, you can say I went up and down with anger over the past three years and my apologies for that. The reason that I stopped is because I seemed to not find the right time for doing these podcasts and I was reluctantly slacking the process. But I was start I'm starting back because I have a very well known professor in my university said I have the gift of preaching and I felt honored and amazed that he shared that with me. Because I had because I did my first short sermon in front of him and other religion religion professors. So with this confirmation I have the gift of preaching. I felt that God is telling me that I should share my gift to others and not keep it to myself. I always imagine myself preaching when I am alone in a room. This is a gift that I possess that cannot be contained. When the professor said that I have the gift of preaching, I should have known that I have it because I always think of preaching of what my heart says about our Savior and how good he is. So therefore, I want to do this by preaching through podcasts over movies that I watch and give my Christian perspective and how it relates to what God wants to do in this world. The point is to doing the way of preach. This way of preaching is for those of you who don't believe in Jesus. I would like to share my faith through the movies and and movies that I have watched and hoped and hope that I inspire you to just to know who Jesus is and will make him so significant that has a lot of people following him. Well, I hope through the movies that I watched and in this series will make you pursue to these questions and find out the truth in your own way. For each person, finding out the truth is different for everybody. For Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. However, do understand that the truth is not always that you want to hear. And it could really be ugly, but know that you are becoming freer when you tell the truth more than lying to yourself and to others. God stands in truth, and if he does, that is what we as his people should do the same. Now that I give you what I am going to be doing in this series, allow me to tell you a bit of my walk in faith with God to tell my testimony to you. I grew up knowing God and been raised in the church. I could tell you I don't remember at all when I first heard the name G- name God and Jesus. But I tell you, I thanked, I thanked my parents for raising me to know our Savior. At the age of 12 is when I started to understand things much more clearly. I don't know why I didn't understand things earlier in my childhood, but, it's, but it is that way for me. Anyway, I started to understand who God and Jesus is and what the Trinity is. It was a lot to process, and it still today is a lot to process. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit all in one, that is crazy and phenomenal. At the age 13, on Easter Sunday, I got baptized and showed the congregation that I have started to follow Jesus and knowing that He is my Savior and Lord. I still remember that day. I remember when my head came out of the waters. I had a big smile on my face. And with that, I know I have, I now have pure joy in me 
because of me stepping out to claim to my congregation that I want to follow Jesus. That was the best day and decision that I made on that day. But that was the best day and decision I made on that day. Unfortunately, that joy, that fire that was in me, it was fading away from me. For two years that I could remember, I felt like I was drifting away from him. I imagined myself on a raft, floating in the middle of the ocean, not being close to any land in sight. That's what I was feeling like for two years. You know what, what was so funny in those years? I knew I was feeling that way. Because in those years, I didn't want to go to church because I was too tired. I'm a teenager in those years, so I was a total night owl. It was too early on a Sunday morning for me to get up. You can say that I wasn't so motivated to get out of my own bed. I knew when I was laying in the in the bed that I lost that fire from that Easter Sunday and thought to myself, what made me to lose this spark of the love that God has for me? It was horrible. And I couldn't figure out how to regain that fire back into my soul. Though I did go to church with that driftiness that was on my shoulders. And I knew God was showing me signs that is that he is still with me but I couldn't see it or hear it I was fading until I was 16 on that year of being alive <laughs> I went to my first church camp the name of the camp is Mission Fuge let me tell you that camp changed my life forever the experience in the week of camp I'd done things that I never thought I had done in the week of camp, my dad, a friend in my youth group, and I saw a homeless man on a field outside of the playground. And this was when our church group were out in the mission field doing good deeds in the community. We went to him and talked to him, and this man had no food and no shoes on. So we decided to go in my dad's van and go shopping for shoes for the homeless man. And when we got it and went back to give him the shoes, we also gave him three oranges. After that, we prayed for him, and he cried after we prayed. Looking at the man that was emotional, and I can picture it on my mind, I knew that I did. I made a difference to this man's life. I did a good thing that day, and I realized this is what Jesus had done when he was on earth, helping those that can't help themselves. I was representing Christ to him. And today, I see that it could be the reason that the man was crying. A little favor that we did together that man touched the man's heartstrings. It was beautiful, and I will not forget what I have done to that man. Another thing that changed my life is the Wednesday night worship. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know that at Fuge Camps, every Wednesday is a spiritual deepening night. There, where worship goes all out in the students' hearts, and we all write a repent sticky note on a board or wall. Well, on the on that night when I was worshiping, I felt the fire that was on me flame back up. I was in tears and praising the Father above, and the fire that I thought was gone wasn't truly gone, but lit back up. I could describe to you many ways what I felt like on the night. Do know just one thing: that driftiness that I felt was gone. When my church group arrived back from camp, I was excited for church. And I want to know and learn more about Jesus and all what he has done for us. 
through 17 through 17 to 18 years old, I w- went to my second, third, and fourth future camp. Each was getting better and better. The fourth and final camp I went to, for now, was especially great like the last three. But one thing that I take from this particular camp was that Wednesday night. It was different than the last three. But was but what was significant to me that night, and I was in a chapel room in a university, I knew how I got that fire for Jesus to back to me on that very first camp that I went to. Heaven was down in the auditorium on that Wednesday night of worshiping. I had not been worrying or thinking about what was going on in the world at that time, but feeling peace and love in the room. I knew on that day that the fire that was lit back to me was the presence of heaven all along, and I couldn't believe I hadn't seen that earlier before. I can imagine it. A field of heaven protected us from the evilness of the outside world and from the devil himself. That is why I wasn't worrying or feeling stressful at the time, because heaven was upon us that night. I just experienced a spiritual feeling on that night. That gave me a big picture of what God has shown me. I knew that God was calling me to share the gospel to others. Before I went to my third camp, I had a new youth pastor at the church at that time, and I talked to him about being saved by Christ and how I accepted him multiple times. However, my youth pastor said that I only had to ask Jesus to be in my heart just one time, and that blew my mind. Through the age of 9 to 12, I was asking Jesus to be in my heart like 7 or 8 times or even more. It was crazy how long I had been thinking that I needed to ask Jesus in my heart multiple times. I only need to ask him to be in my heart just one time. And that point forward, I knew people worship God with the smiles displayed on their faces. It's amazing and know why it is important for us to lead those who don't know Christ. To know who he is. In the current year, I still believe and trust God always. I know He has plans for me. I know He has plans for me, and I am eager of what that is. Do note, my friend, that God has plans for you, plans that will prosper you, not to harm you. Whatever you did, what wrongs you may have caused, don't think a second that God will not forgive you, for He can forgive you because of what Jesus did on the cross. He will take your sins away. Forget what you ever done. You are not too far from him. He is closer than you think. It takes a prayer to communicate to him. The best thing the best thing is, prayer does not have to be perfect. He just wants to hear you. He wants your heart. The question remains, what's holding you back from him? Pray about it. Talk to him about it. For he gets it. We serve an all-knowing God. In this point, I allow my testimony to be an encouragement to you to know who God is. And go to your local church if you get into it. First things first though. If you want to know God, read the Bible. For that should be the first thing you should ever do to know God. At this time, my friend, I am signing out. May the Lord be with you and bless you in your great adventure with God. For I believe your life is just going to get interesting in the road. And may God pull you through to any struggles that you are going through. If you have a prayer request to do, follow me on my Instagram. God, Holy Spirit, Son. They're all lowercase. Message me of any prayer request that you have. But do note that if you want to message me, 
do say that you heard that you heard my missionary podcast of the episode pilot. May God bless you and have a wonderful day.